welcome to the Vance Mansfield Ministries Outreach Church, Faith Over Fear broadcast. We pray this presentation is a blessing to you as we grow together through studying and rightly dividing God's living word. Thank you for tuning in with us. And now, here's your host, Pastor Vance Mansfield. Thank you so much for tuning back in to this broadcast. Uh, We have been faced with some questions uh, and some things that people are struggling to understand. And I I feel that I need to address this issue. uh, And maybe it would help you come to the knowledge of the truth. And you can find a lot more information on this. Uh, we we actually have not discussed too much of this, uh, but a dear friend of mine, Dr. Harlow White, during his summer convention that is usually held in Chicago, Illinois, he discussed this actual topic. And uh, you can get this information on his website, uh, harlowwhiteministries.com. And he went in depth on the soul. But according to the question that was asked to me, I I really want to uh, try to spend a little bit of time on a verse of scripture that someone sent me that they are struggling with. Um, Now, we, none of us believe in eternal damnation. Okay. And there are a few verses that talk about eternity and judgment and things like that. And a lot of people come into a state of confusion because they don't understand the context of the verse. They don't understand the context of what is called eternity. So when it comes to that, I understand, you know, I struggled with this for quite a few years myself where I was wondering how can a God that demands us to forgive everyone and to do good to those that do wrong to us, how could that same God that commands that of us demand of us the things that he has demanded us to do and then turn around and just eternally torment people? It just doesn't make sense, right? And that's that's a lot of why a lot of people think that there are contradictions in the Bible, but you know, there are no contradictions. It's just we don't understand what's being said. So I want to talk about, uh, if you have a Bible, uh, start, start working your way this direction to 2 Thessalonians chapter 1. And as you work your way toward 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, we're going to deal with a particular verse of scripture here. Uh, and in this, we're going to, I'm, I'm going to start reading uh, and probably verse six, seeing it is a righteous thing with God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. Now that is a big thing with a lot of people in today's world that they want God to repay the people that have done them wrong. They want people to, uh, just, they, they want those people to die and burn and rot in hell. And, you know, I, I'm going to make a statement here, and I, I hope that no one gets offended by it. But, you know, I'm sick of playing games. A lot of the Pentecostal people 
lean that direction. And I was raised around Pentecostal people. So if it sounds like that I uh, kind of lean toward things Pentecostally or whatever, uh, it's because I was raised around those people. You know, they, they, if you do them wrong, they want God. God's going to get, God's not going to get you. Shut up. Get over yourself. My God. What happened to forgiveness? What happened to reconciliation? What happened to love? God is love. Right? So, you know, I was raised around a lot of people that believed. Um, and some of you that listen to our live broadcast, you hear my grandfather, uh, the one we make a joke. We call him Dr. Pops uh, because I called him Pops my entire life. But uh, it's actually Pastor Charles Markham from Northern Ohio. You, you've heard him talk, um, you know, and... Things. When I talk about what I was raised around, I'm not talking about him. He didn't preach any of this nonsense. I'm talking about people that he fellowshiped with when I was a child. See, one thing that my pops taught me was that uh, we, we fellowship with everybody. You know, until it comes to the point where they refuse to fellowship with us, we will fellowship with anyone. See, he didn't think he was better than people. He didn't think that because they didn't believe exactly the way he did that they shouldn't get along, shouldn't fellowship, shouldn't support each other. He promoted unity. So when I say something like I was raised around, I'm not I'm not reflecting that to him uh, or the pastors of the church that I grew up in. I'm just simply stating that we fellowship with so many people. I heard all these different ideas. Okay. But I, w- I want to go back to uh, First Thessalonians, or I'm sorry, excuse me, Second Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 7. And you who are troubled, rest with us. See, y- you've got to understand the entire Bible before you can understand any of the Bible. And I make that statement, uh, and I know that there are going to be preacher friends of mine that probably disagree with that. But if you don't understand the whole Bible, you're not going to understand any of the Bible. Because you've got to understand that on the seventh day when God made man, he rested. His rest was in man. His rest was in Adam. That's actually where Adam was created. He he wasn't created in Genesis chapter 2 verse 7 when it said, uh, let the Lord God form man from the dust of the ground. That's not where Adam was created. He was created when he said, let us make man in our image. Okay. Humanity wasn't created in Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. It was in fact created in Genesis chapter 1 verse 24 when he said, let the earth bring forth the living creature. Some of you are listening going, what the heck are you talking about? Yeah, that's exactly my point. You know, we think that we understand something, but we, we don't know anything. You have got to come to the place where you study and rightly divide the living word. To show yourself approved, not unto man, but unto God, that you are willing to sacrifice to understand what he is doing and willing to sacrifice to fulfill his perfect will. So to you who are troubled, rest with us. I said that God's rest was in man. Man's rest is in God. Jesus came along and said, I and my father are one. There's no separating them. I and my father are one. Now get ready. Listen to this. And I, you will be one with us. That's what Jesus said. You will be one with us, even as we are one. Okay. So I and my father are one. That's what Jesus said. 
We are one with the Father. That's what he said. Now, here's the part that really, really people don't want to hear. But, you know, get over it. Listen to this. You shall be one with each other. There's no dividing us. We're one. How are we one? In the spirit of God. That's what makes us one, see? So where do you find your rest? In, in God. So how could they say rest with us, you who are troubled? Because they're one with God. So your rest is found in God. So rest with us, all of you who are in God, because we are in God and God's rest is promoted in us. When the Lord shall re- be revealed, where is he revealed? That's another big misconception, waiting on Jesus to return and reveal. Listen, if you're one with him and you have the Holy Ghost, then he dwells in you. Uh, and I have, I've asked this question to probably thousands of people where I would stand on a platform of a church and say, where, where is God? And they'd point in their chest right here. He's in me. Yeah. Well, who's he revealed through then? Ten thousands of his saints, the cloud. That's who he's revealed through you. Okay, so rest with us when the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels. What is angels? It's the Greek word angelos. It means minister, messenger, pastor, preacher, teacher. It is the root word of the word evangelist. So who reveals him? We do. It's it's actually when you when you get when you get this, I mean I, I do understand that sometimes it's hard to get, but when you get it. It, listen, this stuff makes so much sense. It actually makes perfect sense. In flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus. What was the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ? It was the gospel of the kingdom of God. Those that know not the truth and obey not the God. So, (laughs) if we are the messengers that he's revealed through, Then how is it that through us, he takes vengeance on them that know not God and obey not the gospel? I'm going to tell you. He does it through the spirit of love in the preaching of the message of the gospel of the kingdom of God. And when you preach that truth, the word itself. Now we understand that Jesus was the word. He was in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us. The word is what went forth and created, and it's that word that would not return void, but it would accomplish that which it's sent out to do, right? So, when you preach the word, you preach Jesus, see, I will send you the comforter and he will testify of me. It all points back to salvation. That's what the word Jesus means, is salvation, Yeshua, Savior. When you preach that, that does its job. You don't have to bring condemnation on people. You don't have to bring judgment on people. It's not your job. It's not your place. You're not sent to do that. You are sent to preach the gospel of the kingdom of God into all the earth and have been given the ministry of reconciliation to bring all of creation back to God. How is it done? Through the spirit of love and the preaching of truth. Verse 9. Who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power? I hear you. There it is right there. Everlasting destruction. Let me, I'm going to explain this. And we, we may have to actually do another 
episode on this, just to bring out the rest of the verses. Who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord? Now, here it is. What is the everlasting destruction? See, God is trying to get you to absolutely abolish all of your flesh tendencies. What does that mean? It means the works of the flesh. Okay? And I'm not talking. Now, I've, I've heard people my entire life say, oh, we're in this old flesh, and once we can't do anything in this flesh, and if this flesh saw God, blah, 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 it'd be dissolved, and all this, all this stuff. Listen, that, that sounds good, but get over it, okay? It's a bunch of nonsense. The reality of the situation is that God dwells in you. He's using your flesh to promote his gospel of peace. Okay? He's using your flesh. So don't don't totally disregard your physical flesh. You your physical flesh is the tabernacle of the Holy Ghost. Okay? So what is he doing? He's using that flesh to preach the gospel. So what flesh or what works of the flesh are is he talking about? He's talking about the works that are in opposition to the perfect will of God. Now, Galatians chapter 5 Verse 18 said, but if you be led of the spirit of, excuse me, if you be led of the spirit, you are not under the law. That's Galatians chapter five, verse 18. If you are led of the spirit, you're not under the law, under the law. See, there are a lot of people that are under the law and they choose that because they're not led of the spirit. Verse 19. Now the works of the flesh are made manifest, which are these. Here we go. Listen. Listen closely. Take notes. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murderers, drunkenness, reveling, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in times past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. So what works of the flesh are we talking about? Right there. We just read them. If you would like us to, to do a series on that and explain what each one of those things mean, we'd be happy to do that. But please write to us. Go to our website, PastorVanceMansfield.com. Write to us. And we'd be happy to uh, do a teaching more in depth on those. But for the sake of this, we're talking about everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord. That is what has got to be destroyed for eternity and ridden from the presence of the Lord. It's not you. God does not want to destroy you. He just, he's trying to destroy aspects of you that are in opposition to him. That's the whole purpose of it. See, we've been preached to hell for so many years that, my God, we can't even hold our heads up without worrying about if we're going to go to hell because of it. That's not what he wants to do. First of all, you're not even going to the grave. Secondly, 
What they're preaching is hell is the lake of fire. If you'd like to understand the lake of fire, we actually have a podcast available totally free. You can go back and listen to it. You can find that on our website or any of your favorite podcast players. Go listen to our series on the judgment seat of Christ in the lake of fire. And go back and listen to It's Appointed Unto Men Wants to Die, and after that, the judgment. All right, it's very important that you understand these things, and it's going to help you understand what God wants out of you and what he thinks about you. It's, it's vitally important that you understand this. Those are the things that have got to be destroyed from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. Now, look, I'm going to read verse 10. I don't know how much we're going to get into it. When he shall come to be glorified in his saints, that tells you when it's going to happen. So when you receive the spirit of God inside of you, that's when the previous that we read happens. That's when these things begin to be destroyed from the presence of God. Why? Because the presence of God moved into you. And when that takes place, the works of the flesh start to be destroyed. Okay. When, when he is glorified inside of you, his saints, and to be admired in all of them that believe because the testimony among you was believed in that day. What day? That is actually the day of judgment or the age of judgment where God moves into you, his spirit moves into you, and it begins to burn out all of the things that your flesh promotes that is in opposition to the perfect will of God. It has everything to do with God bringing you into a state of perfection. God doesn't want to destroy you. He does not want to destroy you. How could, it, how could God want to destroy you and then command us to love each other and to forgive each other? If you have an alt against your brother, go to him. Fix it. If your brother has an alt against you, go to him and fix it. How many times do you forgive per day? 70 times 7. If you multiply that, it's like 490 or something like that. Right? That's per day. This isn't a, a God that wants to destroy you. This is a God that wants to reconcile you. This is a God that wants to bring you into a state of perfection. Now, I don't do away with torment. I don't do away with judgment. I don't, I don't do that. I understand that those things are necessary. And we'll talk more about that in coming podcasts. None of us do away with that. We understand that that is essential to what God is doing. But all of this hellfire preaching that everyone says, oh, we need more fire and brimstone preaching. You don't even know what fire and brimstone are. You can't preach fire and brimstone. You don't even know what it means. It's just what you call it when you beat the saints of God to nothing. When you break their will. When we used to train horses, if you broke a horse's spirit, you might as well get rid of it. It, it might as well be dog food. Why? Because you destroyed the horse. He's no longer any good. He's not going to do anything because you broke him to nothing. Why in the world would God send preachers to do that? He doesn't. 
And any preacher that does that, I'm going to make a statement. And because it's, it's my podcast, I can, I can do this. Uh, I don't have to worry about, you know, someone else's church. I'm not in somebody's church right now. I'm in my studio doing this. I'm going to make a statement. Any preacher that comes along and absolutely tries to destroy people like that are of the devil. They're not of God because God does not send them to do that. And the anointing that people think they feel on those preachers is an anointing of the powers of darkness. It is not of God. It's not of light. It's not of love. Okay. End of subject. That settles that. And if you disagree with that, you need to study this. Don't get mad at me. Don't retaliate. See, that's not God. Study this. If you have questions where you don't understand this, please write to me. I want to help you understand what God is doing. I want you to understand what we're preaching here and what we're teaching. So please write to us. Go to PastorVanceMansfield.com. Go to contact us. Write to me. I want to hear from you. And I will personally respond to your questions. Uh, we We don't have a staff of 500 people that are going to answer your questions on my behalf. I'm going to respond to you. I'm going to hear Uh, and receive what God has given you and the level of understanding that you're at, and I'm going to respond to your questions. So please write to us. And if these broadcasts are a blessing to you, please be a blessing back. Whatever God has laid on your heart to give, I want you to make a donation. Help us continue to take this gospel forward around the world. We are getting testimonies like you would not believe. In fact, we're getting so many testimonies that we're going we're gonna to build a spot on the website uh, where these testimonies can come forth and you can read other people's testimonies. And if you have a testimony that you would like to share with us how this ministry has blessed you, I want you to email that testimony to me. We want to put it on our website. Uh, we're out of time for the day. Uh, so I listen to this brief message as we go off the air. And my prayer for you is that God would open the realm of your understanding that you could receive the love of God and receive the truth and the message of the kingdom of God and that he would continually bless you abundantly. Thank you for tuning in to this broadcast. We pray it has been a blessing to you all. Do not forget to like us and follow us on YouTube Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Be sure to check out our podcast titled Faith Over Fear with Pastor Vance Mansfield on all of your favorite stations. If you are not a partner yet and you would like to join this mighty move of God across the nations, go now to our website, PastorVanceMansfield.com to create a special partnership with the work of God's kingdom And you can write to us making your checks payable to the Vance Mansfield Ministries Outreach Church, P.O. Box 8882, Fort Worth, Texas 76124. And remember, it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom.